When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. Thanks again to uh, George Sedano for doing a little ass Sedano along the way. Uh, that was a bad job he had. Door-to-door crappy toy salesman yeah. sounds pretty awful. Did you guys ever buy anything from a door-to-door guy? Girl Scouts. Oh, man. Yeah, Girl Scout, I am the easiest mark in the world. Yeah. If a Girl Scout knocks on my door, I'll take 10. My, my parents got sold on a vacuum. Yes, the guy that came to our house. Yeah, those are great dude, salesmen. Y- yeah, those are good in, salesmen. He demonstrated it, and it was a vacuum that has like seven different features. You can wash your carpet, vacuum your uh, your mattress, and yeah. like he shows he showed everything this thing can do. I was it's like a transformer. I was probably like 10 or 11, and me listening to the pitch, I'm like, listen, I got a piggy bank back here. <laughs> How much do you need? I can help. I can help. What Here's we, my seven bucks. Dad, we got to get this thing. That was a good sales. And then the guy's like, this is the last one. I'm done through. Oh, my uh-huh. God. Yeah. You, you didn't yeah. fall for that, did no. you? And then my dad's like, you know. We I, fell I for like everything. It. Oh, man. We bought it. The, bought it. the guy's just telling you, like, these things are flying. Your neighbor. Your neighbor just gone. This is the last one we got in the van. So this is what the, the neighbor. want to come out to the van? The neighbor thing bothers me. <laughs> the neighbor thing bothers me a lot because we'll get the. And first of all, who knocks on? It's like an assault to knock on somebody's door right now, right? So I open the door aggressively. Like I whip it open fast. What? Right? If it's somebody I don't know, uh-huh. it's, what can I do for you? Like very flat. And it's, oh, uh, oh well. And you, they always say, well, you know, we're, we're servicing your neighbor's house. Which one? Uh, uh, yeah, okay, we're done here. Right, like you, you, we're trimming trees in the neighborhood. We want to see if I'll listen to that one <laughs> because trim, <laughs> trimming trees is expensive. It is, and and if you can get me a deal on cutting some trees back on the list, the other guy that'll get me, car wash guy. Hey, I was doing your, and because they actually were mm. right, they're do, doing. Notice your car's yeah, a little dirty. Thought, you know, I I got yeah. all my stuff here. I can do it for thirty. Yeah, knock yourself out. I'll I'll buy that all the time. The only like How about like the pest spray, like those guys. That's the neighbor guy. Yeah. Oh, you know, we were spraying, you know, there's less spider. Yeah, I know. I see him every day. We and I got a guy, or leave me alone, or tell me my neighbor's name, because quite honestly, they could say anything. I would termite know. guy. Oh, termite guy's the same way. When we we bought our our first house up in uh in Santa Clarita with uh, yeah. all the new construction, it's still going on up there, but we were in Stevenson Ranch and we bought a a new house that so it we saw it go up the whole thing. Well, the walls have nothing on it. Susan and I are, we don't have anything to put on the wall. Nothing, right? So these two kids, in retrospect, they were probably 20, give yeah. or take. Mm-hmm. They're going around in a pickup with art that they've created. And mm-hmm. they're recreations of like famous pieces of art. 
they're pretty good. And they're trying to just sell them house like, to hey, house, nothing on your wall. There's nothing here. You don't have, you know, you're coming from presumably a house like this, you're probably it's your first one, right? Yeah. Because yeah. they're they're small, they're brand new, and, and they're relatively inexpensive at the time, and all of these things. So they know that you are like ripe to put things on the wall. It's a good idea. And they were like, I'm like, oh, I love that one. Okay, I'll, I want that. And they're like, oh, they're 200 bucks a piece. I'm like, get them out of here. What are you, what are you crazy? Like, who do you think you are, Van Gogh? Here's my favorite. I'm not here's, paying you $200. Here's my favorite with those negotiations. It's like 200 right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's like, we'll get out of here. How about 60 like, You went from 200 to 60 And it's 60 it's like, had you opened with 60 i still would have said get out of sure. here like well i'm thinking like 25 this is where i'm oh, i can't do it for three 25. for 60 yeah. come on you got a three deal for 60, I'm in. <laughs> you ever watch it's actually kind of funny you you got some of these yeah some of these shows like the pawn shop and and stuff like that where their strategy of how they negotiate and everything else and that's all they do every single day for 10 hours a day and then you got one guy walking in that has no idea what's going they get desperate to get anything they get dominated i'm like can just give the guy a couple more dollars well, here's the thing and you're right the guy sitting behind the counter is like i don't care if i have it or not i i'm i want that at 20 dollars. you have to sell it you're in you're not in here because you're having a great day Right, you're not True. you're you're not in here because everything's broke your way over the last several months. You're in there because I need money and I need it today and I need it now. now. They know that. <laughs> they know you're not leaving. I, I, I need a hundred. I said twenty. How about eighty? Twenty. Uh, listen, I'll let it go for fifty. Twenty. Okay, twenty. <laughs> because they 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 they, they, they yeah. have to have. And the then 20. they sell it for eighty. Yeah, and they turn it around and they sell it for eighty. Exactly you ever been right. to one of those? Um, and, and this is it's worth it's worth it. Not to me, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what what's the closest thing that you've been into? I'm trying to give it as an example. When I was um, a couple years back, I went to Istanbul, uh -huh. right? And they have the Grand Bazaar, and that's just every market shop that you could think of. There's somebody out there, and this is what this dude does. 360 days out of the year, he's selling his product, or she's selling their product. And some of these guys, they're so aggressive. You know, they're, they're, they're not taking no for an answer. Just come in the store. Just this, just that. Here, try this. And if you try it, it's like, well, okay, well, uh, that's kind of disrespectful that you're not coming yeah. in my, I'm like, gosh, dang, I'm getting roped in. By the time I was How like- How many an, rugs did you buy? <laughs> by the time I actually, they, they were roping me in for everything. I, I wasn't buying. But an hour in, I was like a professional. Now I kind of knew everybody's pitch, their style. By day two, I'm like, guys- do you know how long I've been in Turkey? <laughs> <laughs> My folks were in you trying to sell here a couple of years ago. I guess it is now. This is the same thing. Like at first, you're just they're they're literally pulling you down alleys, and it's like, what, where are we doing here? And then at the end, you're like, no, nah, I know exactly how this works. Yeah. we're good to go. Surprise my mom and dad and come home with. But the, I will say this carpets. with their with their desserts and everything else. Yeah, I was buying all that. No, that was nothing I could something do about I could that. eat. Yeah, while I walk around. Exactly. There was, there was sure. nothing I could do about that. Where am I that? supposed to put this bad painting from College of the Canyons? Like, wait, I, I can't walk down the street with that. Two hundred dollars, dude. I'm getting on United with a ten by twenty Turkish rug. <laughs> That's not happening. <laughs> I gotta be able to. I gotta be able to travel easy. The vacuum cleaner. I haven't seen one of those guys in a while, but those guys oh, are. Those guys remember back in the man. day, that was like the every other knock. I'm like, it's either my aunt or a guy selling me a vacuum. We had a window guy come in one time, and we we need needed still need windows in our house, right? And 
we had this guy come in and he's like, okay, I can do this for you, but it's it's got to be like this. And, I'm, and I said, all right, well, what what's the price? And he tells me, I'm like, we're, we're done, dude. Like that that is quadruple what I was thinking of my budget is. Well, all right, what if I take it down to this? And he, he dropped it a little bit. I'm like, you're not you're not hearing me. It's not, well, this is the best I can do. You got it. And I'm like, please don't go. We're, we're, we're done. Super aggressive. Like, well, you have great credit. You can do this. I'm like, the reason I have great credit is because I don't do this. This is a terrible decision. <laughs> We're not doing that. Get out of here. We're all getting sold something. Why are you, why, did, why is this guy yelling at me in my living room? Like this is my living room. Yeah. Like, what Do you not care about your boy. family? That, that's kind of what it was. You're, you know, you're just giving dollars away. The little crack right here. Your air conditioning's going right out the door. Yeah, fine. Look at your kids. He's like, what the hell is going oh, on here? Oh my goodness. Get out so of my house. Dion says that they are uh, in a David and Goliath situation this week. That you know, that you, you you can't be David if you don't have somebody to throw your rocks at. And here comes Big SC. They're the Goliath coming in. And and I get it. This is not a, a new thing that David and Goliath, you know, big bad SC against little teeny tiny upstart Colorado. Here's the problem. Dion doesn't get to be David. He's Deion Sanders, right? Deion Sanders is never David. His football program might not be SC. It might not have the blue blood of college football, but this is the first time I've seen Deion, who I'm a fan of, and I like I like the Colorado story. It's fun, but no, dude, you don't get to the nobody believes in this little guy thing. You're Deion Sanders, and you got a decent enough team. Stop with that one. I, I kind of lean more towards Deion on this. Really? I think. Listen, how is Dion an underdog in anything? He's only ever because done? he's at Colorado. That's it. Like, there's no other way to put. You're not wrong on Dion Sanders. Yeah, this is one of the greatest athletes of all time. Now he's putting his imprint into his college coaching or in, into the college coaching career, and he's had incredible success this early. But ultimately, at the end of the day, Dion's not out there playing, and Dion's representing a university that was. You've said this a couple times. Were they the worst of the Power Fives? Number dead last. Okay, dead last. Yep. I think that's the only combination that you can possibly have where I look at Dion and say his program or what he represents is an underdog. I, I'm going to give you. An, the, I'm going to give you an example. Those guys on this. that finished dead last, none of them are there. They're, they're not all new. They're unknowns, but they're not zeros. The the previous Carl Durrell regime. They were David. Let me give you let me let, let's use the SC game as a great example. How many games was Colorado picked to win this year? It was like three? I think it was three. Okay. Let's say three. Let's say they get to five or six and, mm -hmm. and that's where they kind of settle and you're still looking at like, wow, pretty damn successful season for a program that was this or that. SC coming into the year, what were they picked? As far as how many wins, I don't know the win total, but they're one of the few teams Favorite that should to win the Pac-12. To win the Pac-12 to get to the Final Four. Doesn't that kind of define what he's referring to? I, I get what you're saying about Dion is not a that's not an underdog, but I think his predicament right now makes them a underdog. If they were zero and four coming into this, or one and three, and they'd beat Colorado State with the last minute, sure. But they're not a bad team. They're not a great team. Don't get me wrong. It's not like they're loaded with future NFL guys. But this is not a – we don't have a single guy on their team that would make their team. Yes, they do. They don't have 50 of them, but they got enough. I think if last week they didn't lose 144 to nothing, I would probably be leaning more towards you. But I think at this point, I still look at – I said this a couple weeks ago as well. We're getting so caught up in Colorado and they start 3-0 – if they go 500 this year, 
that's incredible. That really, really is incredible. I, I really do believe that that especially the Pac-12's got some schools. Oh, for sure, got some teams right now. They're eligible. Yeah, no, they, it's good, but the way that it's start, it's like you. But can't, they are an underdog. They're an underdog to a point. But I don't think you can play the underdog role when you have one of the most famous football players of all time fronting your program who flipped it. Like, had they lost and it was this slow build, sure, I'm an underdog. But he turned it around in, in half a second. And he did it by being Dion. He did it by being Coach Prime. And it's awesome. And I love it. But you sacrifice your underdog status when you're Coach Prime. I think there's going to come a point where <clears> – <throat> It's going to take Dion and his brand to join one of those big programs in their brand for us to basically say those days are over. That, I think that's fascinating I th- because it could happen sooner than later, and I think when he does get that squared away, it reminds me of another program. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. So we got a little sidetracked uh, with the door-to-door salesman things because Sedano tried to sell cheap toys as his worst <laughs> job ever. What was the worst job you've ever had, Slee? Whoa. What do you got? We got something here. Okay. I just noticed it right now, 15 seconds ago from Woj. The Blazers are trading Damian Lillard to the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, What? No kidding. Wow. Wow. That's a good one. That's okay. We got another team that's going to be super fun to watch. Oh, my gosh. Do we know what's going the other way? Um, Woj just put that out. That's it. That's it. Come on, Woj. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Damn. Giannis and Dame. Giannis and Dame. Middleton. I don't know. We don't know. Is he still Watch there? Bomb. By is the way, bomb. is this not Holiday still there? We, we were not just sitting here two weeks ago saying to ourselves, you guys listening to Giannis here? Do you hear what Giannis is saying? Giannis is saying, I don't know who he's mm-hmm. talking to. Is he talking to players, front office, this, that, whatever the case is? That's wild. Damn. That's wild. But for, okay, hold on. Let, let's kind of get into this a little bit. Is this not exactly how you want your team to respond to your star player making a request? Like because we we talked about it when it happened. Giannis is not James Harden who's perpetually unhappy. He's not Kevin Durant who's always looking for his next team. He he's not one of those guys. Giannis has made it very clear he likes Milwaukee. He likes being there, but he also decide he he saw or heard or or knew something it's like, "Hey guys, I don't like what's happening here. I'm put, I'm letting you know right now. And they've been competing every year. It's Ab- not like they're not in the hunt. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. So here's the rest of the deal from Sham. So sources, Portland, Milwaukee, and Phoenix have agreed to a three-team trade. Okay. okay. So Bucks get Damian Lillard. Suns get Yusuf Nurkic. Okay. Blazers get DeAndre Ayton. So Ayton goes to Portland. So you put Portland, Ayton and Scoot Henderson together. They got a couple of other really nice young guys along the way. Portland gets young and interesting. And Milwaukee's championship window just got kicked open a lot wider all of a sudden. Wait a minute. There's got to be so much more. Dame can't be Yeah, going. well, so there's here's this from Adrian Wojnarowski continuing on. So yep. Lillard goes to Milwaukee as part of a three-team deal with Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, Tomani so Kamara. So in it Holiday. Too. Mm-hmm. Okay. And a t- 2029 unprotected Milwaukee first. Okay. And an unprotected Milwaukee swap rights in 2028 and 2030 Doesn't to matter. the Blazers. Doesn't matter. And yep. then Phoenix here's lands. here's the thing. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. If Milwaukee has Giannis and Dame, that's the They're 27th all late picks. or 8th all pick in the be draft, late if picks. not 30th. But if you're also Portland, get some talent. You got Aiton coming in as well. Scoot, this is your team. You go do your thing. All right, so here's additional. So Grayson Allen, so F- Phoenix lands Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson. Okay. All right, so again, just all of this together, I'm going to list it out really quick. Lillard goes to Milwaukee as part of a three-team deal with Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, Tamani Kamara, and a 2029 unprotected Milwaukee first and unprotected Milwaukee swap rights in 2028 and 2030 to the Blazers. Phoenix lands Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson. And who does Portland get? Uh, <laughs> Portland gets DeAndre Ayton and uh, Holiday? Holiday. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. That's by the way, awesome you know, you know Milwaukee. who's tricky and quietly in this, doing some maneuvering there just for depth and get Phoenix. team guys. Phoenix, yeah. Phoenix, because yeah. Phoenix was super top heavy. And, now, and, and, now and they actually had one of the off-seasons where everybody's like, wow, they got that guy too. Oh, they got another depth guy. Obviously, you're very, very top-heavy. Very, I, very interesting. But you, I want you to finish your I, point. I you were talking about the Bucks thing. The, yep. the Bucks heard their best player, and not just their best player, but they're never getting another guy like this unless they get very lucky in the draft again. That they, they, I don't want to say lucked into it because they picked him, but that they picked the right guy. Was he 14th pick? Something like that. He was in the middle developed, of the first round. Yep. Developed and had a Hall of Fame caliber player on their team. They listened to him. He said, I don't like this, and they very quickly addressed it. That's what the good teams do. Okay. And uh, that's uh, what good players do to put – this is uh, – uh, very quickly, and Greg, you just popped in here. Yeah, this uh, is this what is Mike huge. Trout has never done. This is what it's like, guys, I don't like this. Fix well, this. And, and, and Get here, me something. And, and yeah. here's the thing. Like, let's go another level in it. And I know I've always said one of the things I loved about what Braun was doing in Cleveland, I'm going to give you a one-year guaranteed deal. I'll sign a two-year contract. Only one year is guaranteed. You better keep working on this roster. Mm-hmm. Here's the difference with Giannis. Milwaukee hadn't won a championship since Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. If they wanted to, if Giannis wanted to, if the Bucks wanted to, he's he's set for life in Milwaukee. One of his quotes he had with Tanya Ganguly in the New York Times when all this stuff started coming out, he said, I don't want to be known as that guy that played 20 years in the league and only got one. Mm-hmm. Basically saying, I mean, think about it, the Milwaukee Bucks. Dirk played twenty years, got one championship in Dallas. He is going. To, he can do whatever he wants moving forward, and and he'll he'll be always be considered one of the greatest athletes in the history of Dallas sports because he got one for Best the Dallas Maverick Mavericks, of all time. right? Yeah. Giannis doing this when they're Sean still Bradley. competing. Giannis doing this when they're still competing. 
They're still in the mix for a championship. They already won a championship. I respect it. Milwaukee acted exactly what they should have done. It was amazing because he, he was – was it last week that he was threatening? He was basically threatening – dropping the Knicks, dropping the Lakers, dropping all these other places. Like, oh, yeah, you know, maybe I will possibly go somewhere else. You get Damian Lillard. Wow. It's a huge— And you keep Middleton? Honestly, I think this is the best one-two punch in the league. Between those two, between Damian Lillard and Giannis and adding in Chris Middleton, that's one of the strongest teams in NBA. Sure it is. Completely. You know what else else did this right? Portland. Oh, this Port- is great for them. Portland did not. Hey, I want to be in Miami. Okay, we'll get you to Miami. They they didn't let him Kevin Durant the franchise. Yeah. Where I want to go over there, and it's the only place I'll go. They said, well, look, Port- Miami does not have something that's worth nearly what you're worth. We're going to sit tight. We're going to wait. And we heard what? Toronto kind of popped mm-hmm. up earlier this yeah. week. Yeah, yesterday. And, and Toronto was like, okay, and now you're – Get a deal done with Milwaukee, which I'm sure Damian Lillard is thrilled with. He gets to go play contender. with Giannis. He gets to go play with a contender. For the rest of his career, he's but a contender. Portland did that thing. was like, listen, we're going to try to accommodate you, yeah. but you're not going to hold us hostage here. We, we need to get something coming back our way as well. Yeah. And, and, and the Blazers aced it. And the Blazers got somebody in Drew Holiday that it will absolutely teach Scoot Henderson yeah. how to be an, a yeah. good basketball player. And never Learned be in the playoffs end while he's play. there. <laughs> well, most likely, but Holiday's right? got a title, and you get a big that is supposed that is a very good big that can okay can learn that didn't want to be where he did wants not to be. be where start for hated him. all of it, did not yep. work in Phoenix. I thought actually he might end up staying just because Vogel was there, just a new coach or whatever. But the the other thing too, which is kind of fascinating, Miami eliminates the Bucks last season, end up getting to the NBA Finals. Miami's the front runner to go get Dame. Not only does Miami not get Dame, Dame goes to Milwaukee. And they were already one of those teams that you had to worry about in the Eastern Conference. Are they the team to beat right now? I mean, it's got to. They got to be right. No, Milwaukee. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. One hundred percent. They. Pa- I'm they not passed. even talking in the I mean, East. Boston no, you're talking about has... in general. You're talking about they, in general. They passed Phoenix because Phoenix had. A, Are they? A, did they jump ahead of Denver? They jumped. Yes, they jumped D- ahead. Denver, of Denver has their core back. That's, their bench is a little weaker. This is a better core. That's is it. Yeah. Damian Lillard is one of the best. Point L- Lillard there. and Giannis, and I'm not. I, I'm and Middleton. Think, I'm, I'm th- Lillard, Giannis, okay, and can I, Middleton can is I ask better you this? than Jokic, Murray, and Michael Porter Jr. I think so. Yeah, and Michael then go Porter further. Jr. Go Aaron Gordon. Go like they, yeah. they got they got real pieces. But let, let's go one I think step. These, they worked well together. One step further. Would you rather have okay? Giannis, um, Giannis, Dame, and Chris Middleton, or Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and Bradley Beal. Oh, I'd rather have the Bucks core for sure. Bucks core, hundred percent easily. I don't think it's Phoenix. I think the the better uh, the other hand is Denver. I yeah. left Denver out of there on purpose. Yeah, because I think Denver, whether you like it or not, that's the defending champs. Yep, they went through the Western Conference like the West Guys, didn't even exist. Kevin Durant's going to wake up grumpy one morning and ask to leave. This is what Kevin Durant does. Mm-hmm. I don't like it here anymore. Why is somebody he's, he's also a name missing, on Twitter? He's also yeah. missing a lot of games recently. He's not, he's not wow. at the same level. He's older. Yeah, he is older. He's old, injured, and he's becoming more injured as time goes that on. That high school senior at Shadow Mountain High had me 11th <laughs> on the best players in the league. To trade me to Houston. So how do how do you think the Lakers actually match up with this now? Because the Lakers did a great job in the offseason, added a bunch of pieces, and LeBron and AD still Still there. Austin Reeves is going to be your big three, but do they match up with Milwaukee? At I think all? they got they got so much to worry about in the West. It's tough to even think of Milwaukee. Like just to get out of the Western Conference right. is going to be 
I'll worry such about that a when challenge. I worry about that. It's going right. to be such a that's challenge right now, right? that I look. I I think I can. I could comfortably say, I think I can. Let's see how things. They should be. They're top five in the NBA. I feel that. But let me ask you. This. Not fourth. Not third. I think they're top five in the NBA. The I feel, Lakers, you're talking about. I feel like the Lakers are top five in the NBA. They play defense. They got crazy depth, and we'll let, go from let there. Let me ask you this: Do you think that the Lakers, wow. with 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 this offseason, what they did, and we everybody's talking about how it was a great offseason? Do you think they start? They got better to the point where they can match up with Denver and and beat Denver? If you don't want to talk about Milwaukee, just this offseason in general with Denver. They got crazy depth, but actually this is something I was telling Trav. So Windhorse was on Lakers Talk yesterday, and Brian, I think it's a good point. He said, can we pump the brakes a little on the Lakers? All they did was re-sign their guys. That, that, that's, that His point was this. That was and great. It, it was great, but let's just— It was great, but it ended. The Nuggets were a lot better. Yeah. Maybe not a lot better, but they were de- decisively let's better. Let's say they hypothetically— better than everybody. Hypothetically, like, like you had said before— what if they didn't win that game against Minnesota in the play-in, and then they're the number eight seed, and they get, they get swept in the first round to Denver? Are they having the same offseason, right. or how much different is it? I'm a fan of their team. I like all the players that they have, but they also need a lot of things to go their way to be in that conversation. There's part of this we haven't really talked about too much. They're, they are in the conversation. I still feel like Denver has the best player in the league, so it always runs through the best player in the league. Right. But what we haven't talked much about is – Damian Lillard takes his business very seriously, and he's always performed at a high level, and no one's ever thought – he's not James Harden. He doesn't shut it down when he's unhappy. He's Dame, and he's a pro. What's he going to look like when he's running with that dude? He's never that, been that, that's what I'm saying. the second-best player that's on a team, and he's going to be the second-best player be the on this second team. second-best player on a team where he's still at the peak of his powers, highly motivated, wow. incredibly energized, that we know what Giannis is at his best – we might not even have seen Dame at his best. We might be seeing him go to a whole nother level. Oh, he probably will go to a whole nother level. Phoenix Shit. got some depth too. Dude, so just to Kevin just Durant to recap what just happened. Guy, Slee. Just to recap what happened. I, I, I don't he, argue he, that he, one. He's not I don't that argue guy. that one. But sometimes you could just put together so much talent and that talent can have great success. Like the Padres. Like the Warriors, <laughs> no, the when Warriors, they had no that that's because they had it before. Right no, no, they did it before. Right? It's yeah. the Padres. It's the Mets. It's the Brooklyn Nets. It's it's those things that we're just going to go buy a bunch of good players. You got to kind of build. Now they got Booker, who's a guy that well different there. difference in the NBA. They're all playing as close as they can to the same. Uh, it, Hopefully, it, in Major League Baseball, if you go pay spend two hundred and fifty, and Tampa's only spending fifty, and Tampa has more wins than For you, sure. you can do that. For sure, yeah. it, I, it's fantastic. This is I, exciting. Yeah, it's very exciting. Can I just recap it all? No. Just, okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, so, Damian Lillard, if you haven't heard, uh, Damian Lillard is going to the Milwaukee Bucks as part of a three-team deal with Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, Tamani Kamara, a twenty twenty-nine unprotected first Milwaukee first, and an unprotected Milwaukee swap rights in. 2028 and 2030 to the Blazers and Phoenix lands Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson. That is a monster trade it right Well, Grayson right Allen before. trips on us over there. <laughs> yeah, he's going to trip He's going to trip people wherever he goes. Well, I get to see Grayson more. You <laughs> get to see him four times My a year now friend. instead of two. Francis in Glendale. Does Mike Budenholzer always look like he just found out Dame is going to the Bucks? <laughs> yes. So that is God. Is, that sucks. Oh, that we're not gonna. He's not the coach there no, anymore. He'll can't use that feet. anymore. He'll oh. land on his feet for sure. This is uh, this big deal. It's awesome. It's a big deal. No, it's, it's awesome. It's one of the best players in the league. 
teaming up with one. And by the way, it's not just nonsense the way that Durant and Kyrie and no. Harden and no, all those guys a, try to do it. And it this took it legit. away from the Heat, too. The he's Heat a, he's did not a get better. real guy with real motivation, and he's not a guy that he's shuts one of those guys. when he's not He's happy. one of those guys. He's the one hitting a shot at the buzzer and waving to PG he's, he's and oh, Russell Westbrook. I, West. I mean, that that, he's one of those They're guys. All jumping on top of him. What, one other thing to say about this, which I think is fascinating as well. Do you remember a trade coming this close to the season starting? That's a good point. A big one like this? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't. Training camp starts next week. I, I don't have that stuff. Like, I, Media day is Monday. Yeah. It's pretty exciting. We'll talk more about it coming up at 1145. Coming up next, it's Factor Cap. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey guys, uh, I love what Adam Schefter gets in on basketball news as well, but he wanted to point out on his Twitter, he says the Damian Lillard's Milwaukee debut... It'll be Thursday, October 26th versus the 76ers. So. Oh, and Embiid is probably like, what a mess. <laughs> How much is Harden going to weigh in that opening game? <laughs> 400 pounds. pounds. Yeah. <laughs> and then by All-Star break, he's 308. Embiid's going to leave. I mean, he's, he's leaving Philly at this point, right? You're not getting out of the East. He's not getting out no, of the East. He's just got a whole hell of no. a lot There's no harder. chance he's well, getting it's, out of the it's, East it's the exact equivalent, even though I think – no, it's actually – this is a perfect equivalent. It's we'd be saying something similar, not exactly, but if Dame got traded to to Philadelphia, which there were some conversations about, sure. now you're saying Embiid's got a real shot. Instead, Dame just went to Milwaukee. And Giannis has already got one. He knows what it takes. Yeah. He's been through the 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 levels of competition to get there. Philly hasn't. Like yeah. as good as Embiid is, and he's terrific and he's fun. He hasn't been through those wars no. before. Giannis has. Lil, mm-hmm. Lillard kinda has, but Lillard's just a wow. bad dude. Like Lillard he, got he farthest as a Western Conference Finals, what, 2019 against yeah, the Warriors? Yeah. But, yeah. but he's, and, and I mean this as a compliment, he's no, a hard-hearted know. guy. Like, he is not, he's not one of those guys Same like, how's he going to show up when it matters most? I have no worries at all about Damian Lillard. Yeah. No. And zero. No, no and cold-blooded. <laughs> yes. And Bede hasn't gone to the Eastern Conference Finals, has he? Was that the, when they lost to Kawhi... Was that, that the that was the, that was the semis semis okay. that was the semis when Kawhi hit the shot? In well, the, in the yeah. we'll do more Dame talk for sure in like six minutes. <laughs> We're gonna do a little bit <laughs> of factor cap. Real quick on Yusuf Nurkic. This is where my dream came <laughs> from. You're not doing it right. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. One more thing on Aiden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Matt Damon was on Bill Simmons' podcast and uh, he talked about how he went to the 2008 finals and had had a run in with Phil Jackson. Wahlberg was sitting like we had our agent has four floors. Seats and yeah. Wahlberg and I asked for two each, and so we were the four of us were there, and we're screaming, you know, it is, it's, it's, you know, we're, we're, we're cheering on the Celtics as you do, and the, their run uh, was capped by I think Pierce kind of sliced through the lane and like laid the ball in to to complete the comeback. By the time he went up to lay the ball and Phil's already up because he's calling a timeout because he's got to stop the bleeding, and Wahlberg and I are like, oh my god, man. And as he calls the timeout and he just spins on us and he goes, sit down and shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Which I get, look, it's like, you know, I can't imagine if I'm having a bad day at work and there are (laughs) people cheering for my, you know, my pain, right? 
All right, so you would want to sit courtside next to the opposing team to do something to trash talk like Matt Damon and Walt Wahlberg did. Travis, factor cap. Fact, but for a different reason. Like, I'd want to sit courtside just yeah. because I've never <laughs> sat courtside. Whether it's home team, other team, opposite end, baseline, I would just... I'll tell you what it's close. like after the show. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I'm not a trash talker. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to chirp at Phil Jackson or anyone else. I just want to watch and enjoy and drink my beers and eat my sandwich and have a great <laughs> night. I don't I don't want to chirp at the other guys. Berg? So, Emily, just to be clear, is part of the question that to, to actually trash talk, that's part of it. You're sitting there to yes, trash talk. to trash talk. So then cap, because I'm not a trash talker. Like, I just want to sit there and enjoy the thing. I'm I'm not going to be yelling at, you know, Mike Budenholzer because that's what they put, put out there. <laughs> Ty Lu, what are you doing out there? <laughs> I would like to. So, no, no, I'm not. He also went on to say that Kobe was drawing at him too at some point in time in pregame, and he was like, not today. And it was great. Mm. Uh, Al, what do you think? Fact. There's a way to talk, talk. There's a way to trash talk without even looking at the other team. Matt Damon wasn't trash talking Phil Jackson, Matt Damon was cheering on his team. That's how I would do it. I'd be cheering on my team, and if that aggravates the other team and it aggravates the other coach, <laughs> just go out and win. Like I, I, I don't need to target the other team that I'm trash. I'm cheering for my squad. I'm sitting courtside. What the hell do you want me to do? Not I mean, do anything and read a book? Matt, <laughs> <laughs> Matt Damon, I'm pretty sure was actually trash talking. I guarantee. <laughs> well, that's just, Boston fans like them in general. Guy. Let's come on now. Is Some a drunk chowderhead who might happen to be famous. Chowder, chowder, okay. chowder. But say they, it, you know, chowder. They call them the mass holes, right? That these guys that are always yelling about everything all the time. I bet it wasn't, yay, Paul Pierce. It was, hey, hey, Phil, how do you like them apples? Right? It was probably all that garbage. Uh, I'm not a trash talker either. And then uh, I don't know if this counts, but I was sitting second row next to the dugout at the Dodger Stadium when I went with Beto. And we weren't talking smash. I mean, Beto was. Was Um, Beto talking talking to the ump? He was like, hey, that guy, I like your Jordans. You guys could have had a conversation with the guys with in the Marte, dugout. That's with Marte. Hey, Marte. Yeah. Yeah. Beto probably was having a conversation <laughs> with the guys <laughs> in the dugout. But it's fine, yeah. <laughs> All right, so Monday was National One-Hit Wonder Day. Um, so my statement is, I got to thinking about like people that are one-hit wonders. My statement is, you would rather be a one-hit wonder than someone who is quietly influential. So that being said, so you're someone who had this one big hit, you still get money from it, you still get royalties from it, and people know you as, oh, you did that one hit. Then someone who writes a lot of music, and the people in the industry respect you, but you're not famous to the layman. So you would rather be a one-hit wonder than quietly influential. Berg, factor cap. I would rather... Fact, I would rather be the guy, I can't think of his name right now, never going to give you up, give me his name. Never going to give Fred you Astley's, up. Rick Astley. Rick Astley. I'd rather be Rick Astley. Um, like, that's all, exactly. Like, like, I'd wonders. rather be yeah. that guy, and I'd go on forever, from, through generations, as that thing. My daughter, who's 12, Riley, loves Rick Astley and loves that song. Awesome. That was like Rick 40 roll. years ago. Yeah, people, yeah, the, Rick Roll people. Rick, exactly. Rick, Rick getting Rick Roll's pretty funny. Yes. I want to be Greg Rolled. Like, I, that's the thing. Yeah. I would love that. <laughs> Al? Uh, Cap, I'll, I'll go background. No problem with that. I would something. People have respect for what you do. All that's I take that all day long over the one hit wonder. Trav, which one do I make more money in? 
depends. And I think that you could what make if it's a lot the same, of... What if it's, it's the exact same? Yes. Yeah. Oh, exact same if, if the money. money's the same, then I want the fame and the money. Yeah. <laughs> right? If, if there's $1 more in yeah. the anonymity, I want that. But then people also, to one hand, want people like, oh, you haven't done anything since 1982. I think he's going to be okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't, care. I don't like, think that's an issue. I think you're going to actually I, start see, smoking a you, cigar you when they say moat? that. How do you like that? <laughs> and, and, Trav, the difference is you're famous in both ways, but you're famous amongst a group of people that respect you at the highest like ability and then you're uh, famous among lay people I, I get that but what i'm saying is if i have the same amount of wealth if mm. i have the same amount of equity and i can oh mickey you're so fine <laughs> my way to a free golf tournament i'm doing yeah. that too i want them both rick Corey? astley is still going on tour yeah like that's, my, my that's favorite you know. was you're like m no i completely understand <laughs> it i'm still going the yeah, other way. i want the money the money's the same. Yeah, then give me the money. I just want the and perks the that might yeah. that might be like a perk yeah, or two that, that comes with like, it. You like yo, he you know he's a great musician or composer. Yeah, cool, but that guy knows who I am for no good reason. And the money's the same. I'll take that. Thinking about the money changed my answer, so I'm gonna go with the behind the scenes person. Uh, because if I write a song for Taylor Swift, I'm money. I'm beyond famous within that. Or Beyonce, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I'm good. There's our Taylor Swift uh, drop, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, a 12? I mentioned, yes. That's 12. what Charlie Poole We actually was. did oh, we have- We missed a day. No, yeah, we did not have a streak. Our streak is not going, so. We missed a day last I'd week. I'd like Can to you... know the day we didn't I, do I'm it. Not last Friday, right? I'm not last kidding. I'm not kidding. Last Friday, we didn't do it. I walked away, like, when the day was over, I'm like- I don't think we made any mention <laughs> on Not that. mention on last Friday. Does it count that Monday hey, we did half our show, 80% of our show? <laughs> Hovick on Twitter is the one keeping track, so let us know how, how's it going, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, please don't let me know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> So I'm going to play this sound, and it's from uh, the end of the Chicago Cubs-Atlanta Braves game yesterday. And this is the call from Boog Shambi, who does the TV call for the Cubs. He's great. 3-2. In the air, out towards right center. Suzuki the call. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh my goodness. And two runs oh score. Suzuki Woo. called off Bellinger and just a miscommunication, or maybe he lost it in the lights. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm thinking maybe some lights at the end. The trajectory of that fly ball, that's the one we see in a lot of ballparks get hung up in the lights. You see it at Wrigley from time to time. And he's calling and just whiffs on it. Oh my goodness. So this is the worst way to lose a game. Al, factor cap. Baseball. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go fact. Um, when the game is in the bag, they had two outs, two runners in scoring it was position the eighth, for the so Braves. So it wasn't the ninth. They still had time. It's okay. But, yeah. It's still. And by the way, they were up six one. And oh, by the way, if the Cubs don't make the playoffs, this is how close it is as out. well. Look back in this. It's a half game in front of Miami for the final wild card right. spot. Right. Right. Right behind them is Cincinnati, a game and a half back. So, if you're remembered for that moment for losing the game, and now you're nobody's going to pay attention to the other 161 games that you you know could have had chance. They're going to remember that play. Uh, that's the worst way to go. Trev, I, I I agree. It's fact because who who gave up the home run to Joe Carter to win the World Series that year? Anybody remember? No. No, because it happens. You give up a home run. It had Joe Carter had a great moment. I know where you're going. What happened in the Mets and the yep. Yankees, or the Mets and the, the Red, Red Sox, Sox in 1986? Yep. Bill Buckner. That's it's all you remember. It, that's, you're supposed to, to make, make that play. play. That's the easy one. Moises that's the Alou one that, couldn't catch the ball. It's a Bartman. Yeah. Right. It's the easy one that you blow. It's not failing. Failing's part of sports. That happens all the time. It's failing it's in something that's or... so simple. A fly ball, a ground <sighs> ball, something like that that you can never live down. Now, 
thankfully, like to Emma's point, there's a couple of extenuating circumstances, but there's no worse way to lose a game than something routine going wrong. If they wrong. don't get in the playoffs, everybody's going to talk about that play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not fair because yeah. you play like 162 check- yeah, games, you're, you're but that one's wrong. coming up. It's like the check swing in 2021 of the Kenley Jansen versus the Giants, and then it ended up coming down to like the one game difference between the, the Dodgers winning yeah. that division. Yeah. And it goes back. You see that check swing that was actually a swing, and then then they, they beat them it. on a check swing. On a yeah. worse call. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were both bad calls. Yeah. 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 Just, you know, it yeah. comes around, goes around. Uh, yeah, I think it's fact. And the worst part about that was Suzuki didn't just lose the ball. He called off the center fielder, Cody Bellinger. He called to him make off the play. to make the play. He said, no, that's mine. And the, and the center fielder, that's the center fielder's ball. And he called off Cody, and he totally missed it. That's a terrible way to go out, mm. to say, like, no, 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 no. This is all me, and then just lose it. So, yeah, that's a terrible, terrible way to go out. All right, so Damian Lillard is a member of the Milwaukee Bucks. That happened just a few minutes ago. A three-team trade between Milwaukee, Phoenix, and Portland. We'll give you the details of that. We'll talk about how this all shakes out in the East and, of course, what does it mean for the Lakers. That's all coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. All right, Trav, buy your tickets. we got to wait a while. Milwaukee taking on the Lakers in L.A. March 8th. we got to wait till March 8th. Oh, my 8th. gosh, it's almost the end of the year. Season's done. Yeah, that's that's the last <laughs> month of the season. We don't get to see Dame till uh till March eighth. But they're they're gonna play them twice within a span of a couple weeks. So they got in LA March eighth, and then they're in Milwaukee March twenty sixth. So Dame That if, has to be what, towards the last four or five games of the season, that twenty sixth? Because the season ends middle of April, right? Yeah, twenty you probably got ten, twelve games left. Yeah. The April fourteenth is when it ends. Okay. So We'll see Dame late in the uh, late in the my game. Request right now. I don't really like to buy tickets so much, Lee. I feel like you know, I like to I like to ask for them. I like to get hooked yeah, up. Yeah, and then you can thing. ride over after you get over your moat and ride it on your stallion. <laughs> no, that you know? that's not my thing. I, I I do not like. There's you know you know the one thing I pay for every year, right? My Rose Bowl tickets. That's oh yeah. The one oh thing yeah. Yeah. I go yeah. Big on, but everything else like if so you invite me. I'm there. You mm-hmm. are, hey, you want to go? I'll do it unless it's Beto and I'm over two there. I should probably take him <laughs> up on those. But the, the Rose Bowl eh. tickets, I also get like, I mean, Slee, have you seen? I mean, look, look at the cost of these things. I've been coming out of this thing all the time. Have you, have you seen the price of these? It's the cost of going on a vacation. I know. It's insane. It's still pretty fun. Yo, speaking of price, have you seen that uh, the IRS is cracking down on those people reselling their tickets? If it's over 600 bucks, you're going to have to report it. As really? They yeah. Okay. Is that. Yeah. Is that like the thing that used to run at the beginning of a DVD? Like if you pirate yeah. this DVD, yeah. the FBI. It's like I know that they can. I know that there's a copyright law. They're not yeah. going to kick down my front door no. because I sold a bootleg copy of Avatar. To I'll my tell you neighbor. what it but is. But if there's something else already happening, they might also then look at that and then <laughs> right. they get into you. I'll tell you what it is. It's when we used to download music on Napster. <laughs> oh yeah, and they would use one person that they're like look they knocked down his door he downloaded uh red hot chili peppers you got three songs here <laughs> he's in the slammer for four years and i think yeah. if they just convinced one or two people like i'm not gonna do it they're like all right mission accomplished but it's also people selling beyonce tickets for like twenty five thousand dollars like that's I, ridiculous i get it that, and oh, i'm yeah. not saying My that God. you shouldn't have all oh, i i get it but do you is there like a task force that's combing StubHub looking for these resells that they're going to come get you, I, I'm a little dubious. Yeah, 600 bucks and higher, you got to yeah. report. Yeah. So We'll see. And I think yeah. that's 600 bucks that you make off of it, not But everybody the reports their earnings. <laughs> that never happens where people aren't <laughs> honest with their taxes. I do, in case they're listening. I do. 
Yeah, yeah I, I donate to a lot of charity too. <laughs> so I got my totals. How much I spend in parking every year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's one of my. Well, never mind. I don't want to get too far into it. There's 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 some places. That Show you your taxes. Little, right? Yeah, put it. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Dame is in. Milwaukee. And yeah. you want to give us the uh, the particulars of the trade? I'll give you a second to pull it up here. But it's a three-way deal between Milwaukee, Phoenix, and Portland. And the the big ones are Dame goes to Milwaukee, uh, DeAndre Ayton goes to Portland, and Phoenix gets some depth pieces that they desperately, because we know they have high-end pieces yeah. in, in Booker, in Durant, in Bradley Beal. They also get rid of Ayton, who yep. yeah, he, probably needs a, a different home. Yeah, sure. Here, here's the full specifics, and uh, it is as follows from Adrian Wojnarowski. Lillard goes to Milwaukee as part of a three-team deal with Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, Tamari Kamara, and... 2029 unprotected Milwaukee first and unprotected Milwaukee swap rights in 2028 and 2030 to the Blazers. Phoenix lands Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson. Okay, so for me, I think the part of this, and there's a lot of parts of this that are fascinating and exciting, but for me, I think there's one clear-cut part of this that jumps to the forefront when, when you think about all the pieces that are moving around. And that's Damian Lillard who is still one of the best players in the league is now going to be on a team where he's not the best player on his own team. That Damian Lillard, who is a fierce competitor, yeah. and I don't mean to keep making it about Kevin Durant and some of these, but there are guys that are about it, and there are other guys that are not necessarily about it. Damian Lillard has never once felt to me like, dude, are you committed to this or not? This isn't James Harden who, the second he's displeased, he wants to move on to the next place or put on 40 pounds. It's That's not how he rolls, right? Damian Lillard is a fierce competitor compared with another fierce competitor in Giannis. Put those two guys together, both of them highly motivated, that's unbelievable. And I'm so – look, they're going to be hard to beat, which I don't love, but I'm so excited that he gets to be in a place where we're going to get to see him at his absolute best. There are players that you know have represented the league for a number of years, and every time you watch them, you just say to yourself, and th listen, this is not a knock on Damian Lillard. You can't win without two all-stars. You just can't. That doesn't happen. And, and the don't other one give can't me C.J. McCollum. I was just going to say, don't give me C.J. McCollum made an all-star team because somebody got injured and he was the 12th right. guy on the right. – you know what I'm talking about. You need real guys. You need one of the guys. And for – to see Damon in an environment where he's got a legitimate shot, he is one of those players that whether you liked him, you don't like him, you like the Blazers, you don't – you respected sure. Damian Lillard. Now he's on a squad where he has a real opportunity – I think it's exciting, and and I, I listen. I I know being here in Los Angeles, being a Laker fan, and everything else. I think it's also good for the league that a market like Denver's got a shot, a market like Milwaukee's got a shot, a market like go down the list of some of these different markets that are out there. You don't have to be, and this is the structure of the NBA. You can spend money. You can be in a big market. You could be all that. You still have to be run well, mm -hmm. and you're starting to see that some of these other markets. They are the Bucks compared to some of these teams, other some of these other teams in the Eastern Conference. That's so impressive, so impressive. I, I think there's another part of this too that we haven't mentioned. This makes the NBA's regular season better. That, that getting to see the two of those guys together, how does it look? How does it fit? What needs to be tweaked maybe a little bit? Maybe they're missing a little something along the way that you got to add a player, or maybe this guy needs a few not more enough minutes. Depth, this not guy, enough, yeah, sure, right. We, sure. We, we we get what, all the things that we talk about because I, I think one of the few criticisms of what the NBA has created over the last, you know, 40 years 
is that the regular season has become, quite frankly, the least interesting part of what it is that the NBA does. The offseason free agency, it, it's at the top of the list. Yeah. Playoffs are terrific. Trade deadline. The trade deadline's terrific. The drama surrounding star players, it's fun. The we, draft we, leading up oh, to oh, and these oh, young kids. It's yeah. great. But once you get into November, it's like, when do the playoffs start? We don't we don't care about seating that. anymore. Who, did, who said that? <laughs> Look, right? The seedings don't matter. We've talked about it. Lakers don't need to be the top three no, or four. They don't, they don't need yeah. to be one. They just need to be in. We saw it again. The Clippers have made a mockery of the regular season. Greg Popovich made a mockery of the regular season for a period of time. Load management has become a phrase that we use not just in the NBA but in other sports because guys just don't play. We saw Adam Silver a couple weeks ago have to make – a decision that was voted on to try to yeah stop some of this load management that at least in these nationally televised games. new guys and new faces with other great teammates trying to figure it out on the fly and now it's when, big time when they play it's big time philly when they play miami when they play denver or la or phoenix or golden state you know when portland played golden state eh, if you're an nba head sure but now if you're just hey tnt wait Giannis and dame going up against Jokic and Murray. Yeah, that's one, two. Yeah, let's go. By the way. I want to see that. That's one, two. We'll talk about who's three one, coming two. up next. Yeah. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.